This podcast is powered by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to record and edit podcasts, meaning you can start one right now. The best part is Anchor is absolutely free, and you can make money no matter the number of listeners you have. Visit anchor.fm and learn more on how you can start your podcasting future and download the easy-to-use app to find more podcasts to listen to. Anchor.fm is now a part of the Spotify family to reach even more people than ever. So start your own awesome podcast like the one you're about to listen to right now. Welcome everybody to the Nerdy Laser Podcast. I'm your host as always, Richard T. Yule, a.k.a. at Nerdy Laser on Instagram and Twitter. By my side, as always, my podcasting partner in crime, Mr. Matt Henry. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Listen, if I had a inner monologue that everyone could hear whenever I was a baby, there'd be a few people in jail. That's all I'm saying. Who who would be the voice? Who would be your voice? Mm, I feel like it would be... Sid Haig. Um, no, like Gary Busey. <laughs> Gilbert, I'd be Gilbert Godfrey, <laughs> which, funny enough, is in one of these movies. Uh, that's right. We are talking about Look Who's Talking and Look Who's Talking 2. Uh, we are not talking about Look Who's Talking now mm, because it's about dogs and not chaos kids like we've been talking about for the past month instead of taking that break... Uh, except for taking that break of Mortal Kombat crappy movie, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yeah, guys, we, think, we we hope you guys are enjoying the show. Email us at Nerdy Laser, any questions or comments. Uh, audio files, we can play those. And uh, anything you want to talk about, we will listen, and we will give you feedback on what you said and how good you said it. Um, I like the Chaos Kids. This is kind of the last one, right? This is the last one, and uh, this is my favorite one. Oh, I I don't know, man. I have a soft spot for Problem Child one and two. I just I just do. I just I do but... right in the center, like it's a gooey center. I just uh, I don't know, man. But look who's talking. One has a lot of heart, and what I like is that both movies actually tackle real human subjects. You know, sure. Like, you know, there's actual conflict there. Uh, it's not just kids acting like like a crazy person. It's, you know, you have the mom going through stuff, and you have the dad going through stuff. And I just, I also like the concept that John Travolta uh, just, like, jumps in to be the father. You know, even though he's not the biological father. Well, we're going to talk about all that, I'm yeah. sure. Because it's, I find it very interesting. Uh it, so these movies are a sign of the times, right, too. So we'll get into that as well. Um, before we get into the main meat of the subject, uh, speaking of meat, what's happening on May 22nd? May 20... You mean the Horror <laughs> Express, speaking of meat... I was, trying, I, was trying to, I was trying to tie it all together. Who knows what the well, hell I'm talking about. Speaking of meat... <laughs> we're... 
we're two human meat bodies that are going to be sitting up on the stage at the Bird and the Book in Maryville, Tennessee, talking about the Horror Express, starring Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee, and we're going to be announcing some really big news coming up as it pertains to that and our venture with those guys. And well, to cut you off a little bit, the to polar, cut you. The Polar Red the Eye po- Express. <laughs> the Polar Express. <laughs> the Polar Red Eye Express. Oh, Red Eye Express. Uh, to cut you off a little bit, and I apologize. Um, by the time you're hearing this, tonight, really, this podcast drops about 7 o'clock on Thursdays, right? Mm-hmm. If all yes. goes well. If all yep. goes well. Yep. 9 o'clock tonight, we're going to be live on Facebook just for a little bit. It won't be for like 30 minutes or anything. It'll be for like 10 minutes. Um, but we're going to make a huge announcement. Huge. So if you, uh, the odds of you listening to this and then being able to watch it live, maybe are not. But you can go to the Nerdy Laser YouTube page. You can even go to the Nerdy Laser Facebook page. You can even go to Nerdy Laser Twitch page. We have all those things. And all you have to do is search Nerdy Laser because I'm the only crazy enough MFer that'll come up with that name. Uh, but uh, Horror Express, dude, it's going to be so much different than Deep Red, and I'm really excited. Like, I love Deep Red, but Horror Express is like kind of like a creature feature almost, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I don't know. Is it? I mean, I guess. I yeah, mean, no, there's a creature it, in it. No, it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> no, it definitely <laughs> is. Oh, man. It's, it's, a, it's a creature feature. It's a possession movie. It's yeah. multiple things. All it's invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's the thing. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, the thing it is. Um. So if you can join us, if you're in the Maryville area, if you live in Knoxville, or you live in even a, an hour drive, it'll be worth it. It's a fun time. We had a blast last time. Uh. So yes, please join us. This event is free. Free. It's free. What, what the hell's free around here anymore? Nothing. And we gave a, you gave away an album player last last time, like you I said, did. and an album. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we gave away some really cool things last time. I mean, some things that I wanted. So we give away prizes. We have a fun. We we had a blast of trivia, which we need to talk about trivia. We need to be a little more on point this time. Um. Because the end of that almost fell apart because we didn't really have an end, but luckily, it it all worked out. Luckily, it's <laughs> luckily that one person got it wrong. <laughs> if she got it right, I don't know what the hell would happen. We just kept on going back and forth. We, we just slid into a winner. Um, um, yeah. So, guys, we hope you're enjoying the stuff we're doing. Uh, follow the Nerdy Laser YouTube page because it's not just podcasting stuff. It is me and Matt doing live stuff, um, and so if you can't follow it, you know, when it happens live, just jump over on YouTube and catch it. And also, I do a wrestling podcast with Tommy Henry, and we talk about KFW, so that's really fun. That That's really not a podcast anymore. That is really just a live event um, and a video show, I guess. It's a live know, but, feed that can also yeah. be transferred to podcast form. Well, but I'm not going, uh, so it's not going to happen. We're not doing that. I'm not doing that. Okay. 
I'm not doing it. You can't make me mad. No, I'm just kidding. It's just more work for me to do it, and I've thought about it, and I talked about it with Tommy, and it's just one of those things that makes it makes more sense. I feel to do the video stream with that show. Yes. So, Did you um, see what went into public domain like this year? You've you didn't you tell me? Man, I forgot already. So. No, 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 oh, no, no. We forgot. Me. We didn't. Oh, well, oh. we didn't forget. It just happened. It went into public. It probably went into public domain a few weeks ago. Oh shit! What? The last house on the left. Oh, oh, you did mention that to me. Um, that's amazing. Uh, but I want to show like amazing. fun. I feel like that movie's a big downer. Wah wah. I mean, it's a. <laughs> It's, it's it's uncomfortable. <laughs> um, yeah, but we could. I mean, well, that might be said, like a. I have said rape in the same podcast where we're talking about babies. So this brings us full circle to a Serbian God. film, <laughs> which is not in public domain. So which is not in public domain. Um. No. All right, guys. Uh. Actually, let's just take a break, because we never do that. And you can hear what's happening with Podcasticon this summer, July 3rd, presents Blockbuster. In a world where standing six feet apart is recommended, Podcasticon rose from the ashes in January of 2021 for the first audio-only pop culture convention. Well, fear not. This summer, Retrofied Magazine and Podcasticon present Blockbuster, a one-day-only convention where guests and podcast hosts come together to talk about the movies and experiences that we all love. There will be panels about Blockbuster movies and even a parade. Follow at Podcasticon on Instagram and Twitter and subscribe to Podcasticon on all podcasting platforms. Retrofied Magazine and Podcasticon present Blockbuster on July 3rd, 2021. The one-day audio-only pop culture convention to end all one-day audio-only pop culture conventions. I can't wait for Podcasticon. Also, I don't even know if I told you this, Matt, but you knew I was on another podcast, but uh, yesterday I was on uh, my buddy's podcast called You Know It's Fake, Right? And uh, it's a wrestling podcast. It's a very interesting wrestling podcast. He's a former professional wrestler. Um, I... Yeah, he doesn't wrestle anymore. Um, he he he's so he he was in NXT, really FCW. It, it wasn't the NXT we know now. Mm -hmm. Okay, but anyway, he he's done this podcast um, uh, called "You Know It's Fake," right? And that he he talks to podcasters and wrestlers and fans and everybody and asks the question like, "How do you feel when somebody comes up and says you know it's fake, right?" But it's so much more than just wrestling. We, I mean, me and Breaker were like, uh, I, I just is that his felt name? like a um, Brian Breaker. Is that his but gimmick? Everybody calls him. Okay. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, um, you know, delve into. Well, you know, it's things. fake, right? I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, I, let's just say that would be a really cool birth name, right? Um, so anyway, um, but everybody calls him Breaker. He's big in the Twitter universe. Um, he has Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. He has, you know, it's fake, right? And now he has TB's Toy, Toy, Toy Cast. 
um, TB's Toy Cast. Sorry. Um, and I, I just feel like a, a connection with him because, like, he does three podcasts and he loves podcasting and I do however many podcasts I'm doing at one time and I love podcasting. We had a really good discussion, so if you just like to hear two people connect and talk about cool stuff and you happen to be a wrestling fan, it's a really cool episode. It's not going to drop for a couple, maybe a couple months because he, he, he's smart and he runs them, he records things ahead of time. <laughs> which we do not do. We're like, shit, we got to record. <laughs> um, well, you know but... how I feel about it is there's only so many pieces of your pie that can go around. <laughs> and I don't like you connecting with another person, Richard. I'm pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody will ever take you from me, Matt. Um, that sounded <laughs> threatening. That didn't sound... Nobody will ever take you from me, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to chop your dog's head off and put it in a pot of water. <laughs> Did I... I have... I need to tell a story, right? We I, we don't do story time on here. I'm going to tell a story, so sit back, kids. So the other night, I have... So the story goes, my cats are inside-outside cats. And I hate this. I'd rather them be inside cats. My wife likes them to be outside, too. And my wife loves the outside, so she'll occasionally leave the door open. You can probably tell where this story's going. And I've always told her, if a possum ever comes into this house, I'm not helping. I'm leaving. <laughs> and you're trying to figure it out. That's great. And so, so did you leave? So so anyway, I'm in the next room, pooping. I'll be honest, because this is my podcast. And I just hear her, like, freaking out. And I knew she had left the door cracked where the cat could come back in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I so I run around the corner, and I see, and she's just freaking out, And but the cat is out of the view, so I can't see it. And uh, so she, she's not, she, I said, is it a possum? And she's not even responding to me. So I'm like, what the hell? There's a possum in my house. <laughs> and then all of a sudden... This bunny rabbit, this baby bunny comes <gasps> out, running by me on the hallway with my cat chasing it. So apparently my cat had brought it in and uh, by its scruff, you know, and mm-hmm. it got loose. And, um, well, Dorito likes to play with it. Like, he likes to play with the... Um, yes. The like animals he catches. Yeah, like cats would. Mm. Um so this bunny, so the bunny rabbit is chasing the the bunny rabbit is running from Dorito, who is running from me chasing Dorito, and uh, with your pants remember. down, just covered in shit. <laughs> I can't. I mean, we were close. My pants were up, but I'm just gonna say, I had to take a shower. No. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, anyways, he. Uh, I can't, who was I talking to? And I was telling this story and they were like, who was it? And they were like, but imagine the bunny story talking about a cat being chased by this monster. (laughs) So anyway, so anyway, the, the bunny rabbit runs into our room and I finally grabbed the cat my cat Dorito and I drag him out and I throw him outside. Dorito pissed? Like, cause you oh, know, he was you interrupt a cat while it's, Oh yeah. Like that, he's, pit- Oh, he hates, he hates me. 
I mean, he hates me anyway. Yeah. Um, what? Well, he, well, he's probably like, what the fuck, dude? I brought you a present, man. But, you know. Um, so anyway, this bunny rabbit's in the bedroom, but I don't know where it is. Because I, I lost focus of him from when I chased, got, got the cat. And, uh, is this going to so turn into the... a cute story where you just have to fall asleep and when you wake up, you're... <laughs> There's a bunny on my chest. a baby hair. <laughs> um, at long story short, I, it took me about 20 minutes to get this damn rabbit in, in a box so that I could take it outside. So I, I wouldn't have minded picking up, like, the rabbit, I'm, I wasn't scared of it, but I just hear all these stories, like, you don't want it to have human smells and all that so it just jumped in a box i i put a box there and within two seconds it jumped in there but it took me a while to find it because it was tiny dude um anyway Never, I well ha- i had a cat bring a mole into my house once you no. ever seen a mole in person no is it awful awful they're so small and cute um they're like really really small yeah not yeah. anything like you would think it's not like a groundhog yeah. Well, next time on the Nerdy Laser Animal Show, we will have more fun discussions about what our animals chase and play with. Yeah, next time on the Nerdy Laser Show where we talk about cats, I'll tell you the story where my cat gave birth on the bed while I was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering the whole time while it was rubbing up against me going, like, wah, wah. I was like, oh, you want like a lot of attention right now. And then I fall asleep and all of a sudden I wake up to... <laughs> Babies. <laughs> no, that was the mom. She was screaming. Oh, because oh, she was giving birth. Oh, is yeah. that an awful so sound I, that you can never get out of your head? head? I mean, it's mm. it's loud. So I just yeah. helped her give birth. Oh, good. The breathing exercises, like uh, yeah, breathing exercises, like Lamaz. Do they even teach Lamaz anymore? I is think that even a do. thing? I mean, it's on every is sitcom it? ever that has anything to do with babies. But is it recent? It was on How I Met Your Mother. Oh. That's, that's all right. What, so we are old? talking about all the way from 1989, John Travolta and Christy Alley with the voice of Bruce Willis. Look who's talking. And I want to remind people that John Travolta is not the John Travolta we know of now. This was like... This movie really began his his rise again, right? I mean, I thought he was really good in this role. But, but I mean, but I mean he was a little annoying, but uh, I really liked his character in this movie. But what I mean by that is like, you know, he was huge in the 70s and meh, halfway through the 80s, he kind of dropped down, wasn't too popular, and then does look who's talking and kind of brings him back up and then of course he does pulp fiction well let's just see here okay so he did staying alive in 83 which was a huge plop that did not get good um that was the follow-up to saturday night fever right yeah what what Um, was the first one you what was the first word you said saturday night fever Yeah, yeah what's its sequel staying alive Oh, yeah. I've never yeah, seen yeah, either that, one. That was okay. 1983. Okay. Um, Look Who's Go Talking ahead. was 89. And then Look Who's Talking... What? Okay, this is weird. 89 was Look Who's Talking. 
90 was Look Who's Talking 2, and 93 yeah. was Look Who's Talking Now. All yeah, of those took it. place before Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it's crazy, right? That's wild, dude. That's yeah. wild. All of those took place before Pulp Fiction. It's and even I, crazier that they pooped another movie out in a year. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, they had to, right? I mean, gimmickly, like it wouldn't make... Well, I mean, they had to get a new baby anyways. We'll get into that, but... Okay, so the story of Look Who's Talking inherently doesn't hold... I mean... Okay, so I told this story a little bit the last time we talked about Look Who's Talking, um, when we talked about talking about it. Does that make sense? Anyway. We, yes. Um, so I, I saw this in the theater, so I was 11 years old, and the sperm scene just... I, I just did not comprehend what was happening. Um yeah, but okay. it's a really fun scene, right? Like, it's a, it's a funny scene. I didn't realize this scene was done twice in the first one and the second one. I thought the second one had the talking, like, sperm cells and mm -hmm. then the, the egg also talking. This one just had talking sperm cells in the first yeah, one. Yeah, it didn't have the egg. It didn't the have egg, the well, egg being like, no, you the can't talk. Here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... We'll talk about the second one. Um, but so we basically get this weird story. I feel like this story would have been better if it was just knocked up. You know, the movie knocked up. Oh, like if she uh, and yeah, John Travolta had it. So the whole premise of this movie is your main character is sleeping with a married guy. <laughs> yeah. And she's an idiot. <laughs> I mean,. Yeah, I mean, she's one of these that believes the guy, right? Like, oh, he loves me, not her. When, in fact, we find out he loves he a loves bunch of people. He loves many people, <laughs> and he needs me time. Um, George Siegel plays him, um, which we just lost him. Uh, yes. Not too long ago, uh, most famously, he's the dad or granddad on... Uh, the Goldbergs, I remember him from Just Shoot Me. Uh, a great, great mind for comedy, honestly. Like, just a great deliverer. He, he's just a great deliverer of lines. I, I just really, I've always enjoyed him. Yeah, but in this movie, I just felt like I saw way too much of his character. I... I get what they were trying to do. They were really trying to set up Kirstie Alley as a sympathetic character. But instead, what I got was a uh, kind of homewrecker. I mean, in a way, I mean, it, it's just not good. Like, hey, I don't know. The, if you think about it too much, whatever. So anyway, she ends up pregnant, but she can't say that who the father is. So she makes up this line where she's—he's a sperm donor. Mm -hmm. She went. She and used he, a sperm donor. He doesn't. He look like okay. So he had to have been younger, but dude, he looks still looks like old. He's in his sixties <laughs> or something. He's—he's I mean, he's one of those guys that just inherently looks old all the time. Yeah, way too old for Kirstie Alley, who in this movie could have gotten someone that looked a hell of a lot better, a la John Travolta. John Travolta, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyway, we get her being pregnant and him not, 
you know, him him saying he'll move out, and then he never does, and all this, and then we get um, John Travolta driving a taxi cab and comes to the rescue. In New York, which is, like, where John Travolta is the best, is in New York. Yeah. Uh, really funny stuff, but things that if you watch this movie now and you never see, have seen this movie, you'd be like, that doesn't happen. Yes, in the 80s, it all happened. Um, they let this strange man who Christy Alley has no idea, like, they're like, oh, you're the father. Put this on. It's like nobody ever, he in fact said he wasn't the father. <laughs> This like, is true. Yeah. Nowadays, you can't get in that family birthing center without picking up a damn telephone and, and telling them exactly who you are and why you're there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, th- this is the best part of once she gives birth, that's when everything picks up. Like the sec- And I love the sequences before birth, too, where it like goes inside He's of Kirstie Alley's belly. Yeah. One of the best lines ever. Which one? Where I love it. Because he's talking about, he's like, oh, I got two hands and all this. He's like, oh, look, I got another little arm down there. How am I supposed yeah. to get that in my mouth? <laughs> yeah. And then the scene where she has to be drugged. And he oh, starts, yeah. Like, he's inside of her. Hallucinating. Out. Yeah. yeah. And he looks, it's such a weird effect seeing a baby <laughs> on the inside like that. It's, it was weird. And then it was like trippy music, right? It was like the Beavis and Butthead yes. hallucinogenic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then it flashes. I mean, I can't remember exactly. So I watched both of these movies and like Problem Child 1 and 2, they sort of blend together. Um, let's talk about some of the side characters in the first one. So we have obviously um, George Siegel playing uh, the... Uh, the asshole father the guy. Yeah. Um, then, you know, obviously we're introduced to John Travolta, but she has a best friend who I love. She's really great. And then we get her parents who are, are hysterical. I think her dad is the best. Like for the longest time, he doesn't talk, but finally he does talk in the second one, but he's only talking to the grandson. So I just think it's funny that he's always like, He's doing just ignoring. Taxes. Well, yeah, he's he's doing taxes and and just not talking to the adults. <laughs> uh, they bring them back in the second one, and it's the it's the same, it's all the same deal. Yeah. Um. So in this one, in, in the first one, that's really all the main characters, right? A- aside from, and I remember. I mean, I haven't seen this movie in probably two decades at least. Um, a lot of the movies we're watching now I haven't seen in a long time, which I really like. But I still still vividly remember watching this in the theater and the guy, one of her dates that um, has the toupee and okay, the one, that, so, the one yeah. that John Travolta tells that she, she likes to pay for everything. And so, okay, right <laughs> before this, there's another thing that happens in this movie that would that would never happen today. So she comes home and she has the baby and she's like totally exhausted and he's bringing her stuff and then she's like super sleepy and he lays her down and then he just takes Mikey. <laughs> he just takes him away. 
Like, and then she wakes up and she calls the cops, and she's like, "Someone's kidnapped my baby." <laughs> Yeah. And then if I'm not mistaken, the cops like, yeah, they have to be gone for at least 48 hours. Eh? Yeah, I, I mean, know. pretty much. I mean, and if you notice, like there was no car seat, like, but that stuff didn't exist. And I'm telling you, do you, do you want another funny story from my childhood or, or not? Or, or sure. You, I've yeah. already told too many stories. No, no, no. The, funny the one earlier was I like to hear about your pain. Okay, good. <laughs> um, so I we lived in Tampa, Florida, and um, my grandmother lived like twenty or thirty minutes away, but it was a straight road. But it was like a it wasn't a country road, but there was just nothing built on it. This was the mid eighties, so mm. I was about four years old, four or five years old, and um, so mom would dr- pick me up from my grandmother's and then drive down this long road. Well, I'm asleep. I'm four or five years old, asleep on the bench seat in in us in in this in this big ass car, but you know there weren't rules, there weren't seatbelt laws, there weren't child safety laws. I mean, they yeah. didn't exist at this point. So my yes. mom's driving, 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 and you have to know my mom to fully appreciate this story. My mom's driving, driving. Oh look, there's a dog in the middle of the road. Driving, driving. The dog's getting closer and bigger. Driving, driving. My mother, in the middle of Tampa, Florida, hit a cow head on at like 10 o'clock at night. What? What? Oh, my God. What happened Destroying, Destroying both the car and the cow. And I was shoved com- under the... I, I, it shot me forward, and apparently I was stuck. I was wedged under the dashboard when it crushed. And... They couldn't get me out. At the they only had to bring memory, the jaws alive. Like they brought. Mom said they did something and and had to pry me out of it. But they, um, I mean, it was probably just like a crowbar or something because I don't think it was like. I mean, I didn't get hurt. I mean, the only thing I remember from it was waking up in the cop car, and the uh, the cop. Uh, it was a female cop, and uh, they gave me a teddy bear. And they the um, like, are you awake, kid? And you'd be like, yeah, what's going on? Like, you crazy ass mother hit a cow. <laughs> do you want to see it? And I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Is it? Yes. Because <laughs> God bless the 80s. <laughs> do you want to see this mutilated cow? And so oh, I saw God. it over there, and I saw it over there, and I saw it over there. <laughs> um, but so But all the, this... What? All this to say that, I mean, nothing happened. Like, my mom my mom would still be in jail if it was, like, now, right? Like, like she'd be locked away forever if I wasn't in that <laughs> So some of this stuff, when it seems illogical, it's just a sign of the times. Yeah. I mean, early 90s, whenever I was, like, five years old, this may have been, like, 91. 90 or 91 I remember my dad letting me stay with my cousin and then them tossing a rifle to me and putting a helmet on my head and being like let's go coon hunting you know (laughs) we went coon hunting and we're just shooting into the trees like and then blindly running around everywhere (laughs) and my cousin got bit in the sack by a rattlesnake (laughs) that's 
pretty funny. These are um, all things, but I mean, I, I, I have no doubts with your family that they are not all real. Well, my co- my cousin guess guess what his name was. What? Bobby Joe. Oh yeah, gotta have a good old Bobby Joe, especially when you know the name of Bobby Joe. Then you're like, oh yeah, that was real. <laughs> so one um, thing I want to mention about this movie is after the kidnapping debacle. Uh, we skip forward a year. Yes. And we don't really note it. Like, they don't touch on it, really. Because they don't say a year later. <laughs> no, Mikey's just a year older, and this is whenever Mom's going on dates and John Travolta is sabotaging the dates. And, of course, we get the, you know, the scene where Mikey pulls the toupee off, you know. But some of these dates are, the this, this are some, I mean, this is pretty funny, tropey stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love I love the dating scenes and like the people, the stories she's hearing and all that, just the bad dates that she goes on. Um, And I'm I mean, I'll say this, like you think that, you know, John Ritter made these movies, made Problem Child and made made Problem Child 2 great. I think John Travolta did the same with these movies like he just brings a heart into it because that wasn't christy alley no she's kind of like that beautiful crazy yeah you know there's no heart there we just like her character because she's just a little wacky you know john travolta is the heart of the movie because he forms a bond with mikey that is abnormal her bond with Mikey is expected. That's his mother. But his bond with Mikey really shouldn't happen uh, comparatively to what, you know, the standards are of normal parenting. He's like, you know, he falls in love with this kid. And then, Well, so, it, I mean, back in my heyday, I mean, a long time ago, 20 years ago or whatever, you know, the only time I've dated somebody that had kids, it it's really hard. I mean, it's really hard not to do exactly what John Travolta does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I've been there. I've been there. Um, I do like, I love the scene where she first starts making out with like the first time she makes out with him, but then she has that vision of like what their life would be. And there's oh, like, no, they're five... doing it. They're in the middle of doing it. Yeah. And or in the mid at the beginning of doing yeah. it. Yeah. And, it cuts and they're in the kitchen and she's holding a baby and there's like three other kids and John Travolta walks in with like a beer belly and a can of beans and she's smoking cigarettes. There's so much smoke in this room. <laughs> yeah. 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 And there's like six, seven kids. Yeah. Yeah. And they're cracking jokes about that. And then how he's, many he's... times do we have to talk about how John Travolta looks like Elvis or something? <laughs> Well, that's in fact his name in this, right? His name is Elvis. I mean, his pet name for from her. Yes, it is. It is, but that's not his real so, name. No, that's not Jimmy. James. James. She calls him Jimmy too. She does, yeah. Um. Anyway, um, I I think their relationship is is genuine. Like, and I think all the things that she feels and he feels like. I think it's a realistic relationship, don't you? I do. That I mean, that's what makes the movie good. That's what makes it a little bit more of a 
like a little bit more of a traditional kids flick. Like back in the day, movies that kids could watch would have all the funny kid stuff, but they would also have this like underlined theme, you know, where they would bring in serious topics. And this has a little bit of that. This then so does the second one too, but it mm-hmm. it has a little bit of that. Whereas Problem Child is more of just like if you're at a you know if you go to a sleepover with a bunch of your friends and you're like you know seven or eight years old, sure you know a Problem Child would be perfect, but you know just being a kid sitting and watching, I I preferred these movies actually. I mean, I, I like all of them for different reasons, but these are definitely easier to watch. They have much better soundtracks, too. I mean, the I second one has George Harrison's I Got My Mind Set on You. <laughs> I know, right? Perfect. Um, okay, so, you know, the first one doesn't have... Like, the climaxes of these movies are just so damn weird because they try to put these big climaxes in them and it just kind of falters or whatever, you know? It's I mean, abrupt. In, yeah, in this one, the uh, it, it's where Mikey like runs away, right? Like he is well, isn't they're it? going to see a pagoda. Yeah. Oh, John so Travolta's that, dad. Before yeah. we wrap this, so we should have done like two episodes of this, so because we're we're running really far behind. Um, all right. A Bogota is amazing in these movies. I love the grandpa. As a kid, I loved the grandpa, and he's great. And what the hell happened to him? They don't ever mention him in the second one at all. No, dude. I think he they, was like almost dead. But but I mean, they didn't. Even, they you couldn't even give a year later. Like I I don't oh, know yeah. when he died or whatever. But you couldn't be like, yeah, I was, you know, I wish I just, Gramps was I around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I don't know, I, I because I loved him so much, but yeah, you're right. So they leave Mikey with, and that's a great bond with Christy Alley and, and Jimmy, where she helps him with the grandfather. Because and of she, the male, yes. Well, and then at the end, you know, they call her and say, hey, your grandpa is going crazy. And so she goes down there and she is acting like it's her grandpa. Like, it's a Mm -hmm. great... It does give Christy Alley's character a little bit of heart. Yes, it does. It's probably the most caring she is in the movie, even more so than her own child. Um, She seems to care more about this old man. Uh, But, yeah, and then, of course, Mikey is looking for James. So he sees a taxi. He crawls into the taxi, and the taxi's being towed away, and he thinks he's driving the taxi. (laughs) That is a great scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. And he's standing out in the middle of the road, and we get the classic scene where John Travolta is running down the middle of the lanes to get him and grabs him, and then they finally form their bond. But then they have to follow it up with the end of the movie, the little tack-on ending with them having sex and then her giving birth to, to Julia, right? Well, okay, perfect segue. I mean, we discussed in one of the last episodes, it's Joan Rivers, who's the voice. 
Um, and then now we go to Roseanne Barr. But the first 20 minutes of Look Who's Talking Now is her pregnant. Look Who's Talking To. Or Look Who's Talking To. Mm-hmm. Uh, is her pregnant with Julie. So we just, we, we X that out. That never happened. That's fine. I mean, I get it. It's happened before. Listen, if I can, you know, I love Evil Dead and Army of Darkness, and those endings don't make any sense connectively. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it's fine, but it's just weird that they went with uh, that ending, and then they went with, well, yeah, let's. It never happened though, because well, the second that, one, you had the never, second uh, one, la la la. Here's you have a drink. <laughs> What? Oh. <laughs> um Roseanne Barr, I like those funny things too. Um her she had one like Mikey did. She goes, So let me get this straight. I've got two arms, two legs, two mouths. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know if I find it funny because Roseanne Barr said it, but <laughs> I mean that there is no way in hell that that line makes it through to today, right? Mm, no, I guess not. Well, not with the implication of what I just realized. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I didn't think about it like that, but yeah, most definitely. <laughs> That's what she was talking about. <laughs> and, dude, one of the things that I loved about the second one is them capturing the realistic nature of being a boy and seeing a commercial for a toy. Yes. And being like, I wanted to jock a hammerhead. Like, Cobra hammer. Yeah, Cobra hammer. It was the Tonka wrestling buddies. Yeah. And then she's like, yes. I want one too. And he's like, no, it's just for boys. <laughs> <laughs> it is really funny. And how was their um, inner monologue? How can they hear each other's inner monologue? Same reason that Eddie, who is introduced, who I love, um, yeah. Damon Wayans, yeah. Eddie and him. Well, I think Eddie should have been in it more. <laughs> I love Eddie. Um, He's the one that tells them about the uh, the toilet monster or whatever. Yes. Yeah. You can eat your pee-pee and your doo-doo. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we get the best friend back, and we find out that Christy Alley has a brother who is friends with four Ninja Turtles. Yep, mm-hmm. um, this is this is this is my man, dude. I, he yeah, was also he, in the fourth kind. He's been in a bunch of stuff. He's awesome. I don't ever know how to say his name, so I usually just say Elias Cotez, but I don't know if that's right. Um, but I know it's a little off. But... He's also in one of those like NYPD, uh, yeah, UHF, nine one one, Boston Marathon bombing things. So we get the we get we we eventually get um him and the the uh the friend hooking up. Yes. Good relationship too. Yeah, I like it's pretty it. fun. Like it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Um and we get a realistic take on family, right? Like between a a somebody who is the family and somebody who isn't the family whereas john travolta sees all the bad that jimmy does or what's his name is his name jimmy wait i don't know but that used to just be what john travolta was like 
I love the concept in the, in the second one of like the looming divorce that could possibly happen. You know, it's Wait, like they're never. I don't think they're married. Well, the looming split then. Yeah, the the split. Yeah. But I don't. I honestly don't think they're married in this movie. So it's a year no. and a half later after the first movie, and so they never really talk about marriage. Hmm. And it's cool. so weird. And in this movie, we never hear about George Seagal. So in this age, you know, child support is honestly just starting to take off. I mean, this guy would be responsible. The government eventually steps in. It's not yeah, about no the doubt. mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt. I mean, my thought would be that he died somehow. Because he was 70? Well, yes, because he was 70 and still trying to have sex. Yeah. You know, um, walked. Um, I love the fact that they kind of have this like little split and then we get one of my favorite scenes as a child where he goes to pick Mikey up from the daycare. Uh, Oh yeah. Ran by, uh, wait, who's it it ran by? Gilbert Godfrey. Godfrey. That's right. Isn't he also the voice? No, he's not the voice. No, he's not a no, the voice of the toilet monster is oh, God. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks, yes. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I know that voice, Mel Brooks. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. But, and then he does this really awesome, like, he's dancing to um, Elvis Presley's uh, uh, Jailhouse Rock, right? Is that the song? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know if it's jail. Is it Jailhouse Rock? I don't know. It's an Elvis song. Yeah, and it's as a kid, I loved that. It's scene. a great scene. Yeah, and it makes you really, you know, like j- he is just a big kid. He is a big kid, and then we also have the concept of Mikey being jealous of his sister because she's getting more attention now, which is, you know, that's typical. And he's being a dick to her constantly. And we get a montage later on that, as a as a little kid, always made me tear up. And it's whenever he like walks to the crib, and he's like puts his hand through the bars, and he's like, "I'm sorry, Julie." And then it's playing that song where it's like, "I didn't mean to hurt you. Sorry that I made you cry." Oh no! There's like six montages in this movie. Yes. Yeah. My God, yeah. I was like. He's like, I'm going to be the best big brother ever. Well, that's earlier on where he's like, I'm going to be the best big brother ever. And it shows him pushing her and her like in the thing outside by himself. And then like another little kid, Robert, tries to step in and steal her binky. So... Oh, yeah. Oh, I- I'm sorry. I hate to go all the way back. But another funny scene from the first movie was when... Uh, all the babies are are laying in the uh, the cribs and the big w- in front of the big window, which they don't do anymore. Oh, and the little uh, and, yeah. Well, all of the babies, but I mean, they do have you know somebody from India with the Apu voice, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, but he's he says something about being reincarnated. I mean, you would not get away with that in this in these times. No, but it's funny. But no no it's hilarious and not just that one but then it flashes to some other uh baby that has the the mitts on 
you know, over the hands, and she's like, head. "Where the hell are my hands?" Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then they they flash to another one, and the the binky is above their head, and there was like, "Where's my sucky thing? I need my sucky thing." <laughs> really funny stuff. Yeah. Really funny. Um, all right, so we've gone through a lot of look who's talking to. Um, Another anticlimactic, really, experience with oh. this hurricane and him trying to fly and her rushing into an airport, which would never happen now. Um, I, d- I did forget that thoughts? I wanted to mention, just real quick, yeah. how the ending of the first one is kind of similar to the ending of the new Planet of the Apes movies because it's all building up to hearing the monkey speak his first words. And that's the ending of the first movie is Mikey says daddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He just should have leaned in and been like, Mikey is home. (laughs) 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 Um, So, uh, yeah. Is that a precursor of what our next topic is going to be? Have you not seen Um, those movies? Which those movies like the the new ones the, or, the, there's the three new ones yeah. yeah i've seen the i i i have seen the first one probably 20 times i love that movie i saw the second one one time in a the theater and i did not like it and i never saw the third one i never saw the third one either so may, maybe we'll do it who knows maybe right. we'll just shit all over tim burton's planet of the apes because that that's what i would like to oh do. yeah um oh. So anyway, um, yeah, we get we're some just anti- about horrible Mark Wahlberg movies. Oh, God, Planet of the I Apes, The Happening. Hmm. I tried to watch yeah. The Happening the other day with my wife. Oh my God, Mark Wahlberg is so bad, dude. He is really bad in it, and I don't. The movie is not terrible, but he's really face. bad. Yeah, he. It's his face, time. and he's like he's like scrunched up, and uh, yeah. He's like, everyone just give me a minute. Let me try and figure this out. (laughs) There's one scene where he says that. (laughs) So the most random thing ever happens in this movie. While we have, while we have, um, Christy Alley going to John Travolta and making up and this plane and blah, 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 kissy face, whatever. Somebody randomly is trying to break into the apartment while Mikey, his sister, and the uncle are home. His uncle's name is Stuart, by the way. Yes, Stuart. Okay, yes. So, and then Stuart then proceeds to, he's he's in the middle of doing something in, in the kitchen, like cooking or something. He just chases the burglar out of the building, down the steps, and across the street. Like, he's in a full-on action movie foot He's chase. like, I mean, he's just, I mean, that's the pre, this is, I mean, he's Casey Jones, dude. This is what Literally, he does. Right after this, <laughs> he was running, and he trips and falls into a manhole. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, and in the midst of this, the 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 place catches on fire, and then Mikey then proceeds to have to get everyone out, but... I love the little. I don't know how they shot this, uh, but it looks great. Because there's even a scene where Julie tries to reach out to like touch the fire, and then Mikey's like, "No, Julie, don't touch that." 
Did you find it weird that they in in a lot of the scenes that they I don't so do you remember the show Mr. Ed? Yes. How they made Mr. Ed talk was they put peanut butter in his mouth. Did you know that? Yes. And I what I think they did in this movie is the kids would just talk and they just cut the audio. Cuz kids Cause babble. Yeah, I mean it's true, but I mean, and there it's not like they're saying the words. I just imagine that they just crammed a bunch of peanut butter in these kids' mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> just took like a little, just like a little bit of cocaine, put it on their pinky, and rubbed it on the inner lip of Mikey's mouth. <laughs> so he's just like, he's like, oh, 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 oh. they uh, had to slow it down. Um, yeah, the end of this movie is really random. And then you get the family shot with them all together at the end. And then Julian and, and uh, Mikey kind of making up and walking off. They have the an sunset. existential conversation about like, you know, hey, uh, you know, our parents are weird. And then Mikey's like, yeah, but they're the only ones we got. And we got to stick together. You know, like it's cute. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it is. I mean, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. I mean, both of these endings are tacked on randomly. I feel like because no one dies in either movie and because no one... Because That's because nothing... the grandfather died between the movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it, but look who's talking... I think look who's talking now is just them stuck in a cabin... Like snowed I, in in a cabin, and the dogs have to go get help. I'm pretty sure I, that's what happens. I mean, I've seen Look Who's Talking Now one time. One time. <laughs> well, the, 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 the main kid. I mean, listen, it's a different kid in each movie, obviously. Yeah. But uh, it's weird. They only waited three years. Okay, wait. Who are the kids in that movie? That's weird. Okay, Danny DeVito. Is the voice is of the, the dog, though? Yeah, okay. I knew that. Diane Keaton? Diane Keaton is the voice of the other dog, the poodle. Mm-hmm. But who's the kid? I know... Uh, look. I'm looking it up right now. Who's talking now? There's my dog yeah, talking. Your dogs are talking. Yeah. I wonder what they just said. <laughs> uh, George Siegel's in the third one. Okay, uh, David... He Gallagher. is... Yeah, he comes mm -hmm. back. Now he we have to have a pet. We have to have a pet uh, month, and then we can watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, the main kid, and look who's talking now, is the younger brother in the TV show Seventh Heaven. Oh, yep. I never watch that show. Was he? What? It's also saying that he was in Look Who's Talking, though. Hang on, just a hot second. This is this is uh, how professional the Nerdy Laser podcast is. I yeah, I don't know. It just, is what just it is. give up. Just give up on trying to figure it out, man. Your head well, will explode. Oh, that reminds me. George Siegel's head exploded. In which movie? The first one. Oh, remember yeah. she? Oh yeah. He's like Molly. I'm yes. about to explode. Yeah. And she's like, I wish you would, or whatever. And his head goes. Psh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, Bruce Willis is perfect. I'll say that. Roseanne Barr is great. She's not annoying. They they really sell her down in in the second one, which is what um, needed to happen. 
Yeah, but but she's really funny in it, and Bruce Willis is hilarious. Um, yeah, I, the kids are great. Um, these movies are fun. I think they still hold up. Um, some of the laws, maybe not, but well, I mean, the these, second all one these is adults more... would be in jail. Yeah, th- yes. The second one is more goofy fun, whereas the first one's... The first one seems more dated than the second one, actually. The first one seems like it's firmly centered oh, in, like, yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles New York, you know? Yeah. God, now I want a mashup of Look Who's Talking and mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Talking, Turtles. Look Who's Talking, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Jason Takes Manhattan. <laughs> he's only in manhattan for like three seconds mikey drowns in the sewer comes back as jason uh well this has been fun what the hell are we doing on our next podcast do you oh, know shit i don't know man we've we've been so so we we know what we're doing in june have i said have i said this out loud say anybody it. else so in June we are doing June Claude Van Damme. Yes. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait. We're not gonna do like Bloodsport or Kickboxer because I feel like those movies aren't that fun to talk about. Like, not fun, but like everybody talks about those movies, right? Well, okay. So there's one that I definitely want to do that I really. I've already love. selected the four. You have. Which one are you wanting to do? I'll okay, see if okay, it's okay, in. Okay, 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 okay. We'll Hang we'll on. do the one you want to do. Hang on. No, no, no. It's it's okay. Um. Okay. So, it's a later movie. And oh, I think I, you've told me about this. It's like a romantic movie, isn't it? Oh. Ew. Oh. No. <laughs> You're grody. You have cooties. Yeah. No. It's one where he's a serial killer. Oh. What is it called? That's what I'm looking for. Hang on. <laughs> okay, so we'll do the one Matt wants to do, but then we're going to do Time Cop. Okay, good. Time good Cop's choice. good. Sudden Death, because I love Sudden Death. Okay. Have you seen Sudden Death? Um, No. It's Die Hard in a Hockey Rink, dude. It's amazing. Die Hard in a Hockey Rink? Wait. Yes. Maybe I've seen it. <laughs> So they've recently did a reboot of this movie called Welcome to Sudden Death, and it's got Michael J. White in it. And I love that movie, too. It's great. People aren't watching it, and they need to. Um, And then I think I picked uh, Double Impact. Okay, Double Impact. Okay. Do you remember that? That's where he's twins. Sure, yes. The one that I'm thinking of is called Replicant. Oh, I think I remember it. And it's or I never saw Tom it. Claude I didn't Sam and Michael Rooker. Oh. Okay, so you want to hear my four that I picked and and we'll either drop one or we'll just do five. Um we may start at the end of May. Um okay. so my four are Time Cop and Sudden Death, like I said, uh-huh. Universal Soldier, okay, and Cyborg. I've never seen Cyborg and mm, Cyborg is fascinating because and you've never seen Universal Soldier? Maybe it's not. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. And maybe. Jean-Claude. So 
Cyborg is interesting, which we'll get to, but it's a canon film, one of the last ones, and it mm-hmm. actually uses pieces that were from Masters of the Universe movie and pieces that were going to be in the sequel. So it is as close as you'll get to a Masters of the Universe sequel because this is the leftovers that it produced. <laughs> Okay, so, okay, real quick, I just want to tell you what Replicant is about, okay? Okay, go. Jean, Jean-Claude Van Damme is a serial killer. Uh, Michael Rooker is a detective that has been chasing him forever. They get mm-hmm. a piece of the serial killer's DNA at a, like, uh, uh, like at a crime scene, and they, they decide to grow another Jean-Claude Yes. And... So, like, Michael then we get Lacus talking with Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> they fight each other. It's Jean Claude oh. Van Damme versus Jean Claude Van Damme. Yes, but Michael Rooker is like a big piece of shit to him because he hates him, but then has to come around to realize that even though he may look like the serial killer, he's not Deep down. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll 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 probably do that the last week of May though. Why? Not? I mean, it's probably well, who cares. Horrible. Probably, but we're going to have our friend Jeff Lown um, on the show. Um, oh, I know what we're going to do. What? So, I don't know. I, I haven't figured out the math on this of how many weeks we have left. But So, we'll do. We'll start June Claude Van Damme the last week of May. Okay. Because that's what we do here. And then we're going to do a Kung Fu movie. Like, and Jeff is going to... Mm, I told you what I wanted to do. Master of the Flying Guillotine, I think. Oh, yes. Why have I... Uh, um, is Central Cinema showing this? They did the other night. They did. Okay. Okay. So, anyway, and this may lead to a project that me and Jeff are involved with. So, there's a spoiler. Um, and I, actually, that's a spoiler for you, Matt, because I haven't even told you. But I let's just say for you, too. No, you can't. You can't keep secrets from me. <laughs> Only I can from you. <laughs> no, I think I'm going to be yet doing another podcast. Oh, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it's only you know it's only it's if only twice a fun. month. It's not every week. It's 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 twice a month. It's twice a month. It'll oh, be okay. 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 Um, but it, I, we think it's going to be about kung fu movies, so but is it going to be like those really gory, disturbing ones like Rikio and stuff like that? Maybe. It's going to be everything kung fu. I don't know. I don't, I'm never, I don't know. We're just we're just pooping ideas out. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, I'm having a great time podcasting. I really am. I don't feel burnout. I will get there. But me and Matt are doing so many cool things outside of podcasting that it really livens things up. These live events are getting cool. And I'm telling you guys, this event that Matt really has put together is just, it's mind-blowing. I'm so quiet about it because I can't even believe it's happening. I, I don't have the balls that Matt does. I never will. And it's just amazing. And I, I appreciate you being along with the Nerdy Laser. You've, I mean, you are the Nerdy Laser with me, buddy. What was that? <laughs> I just farted. No, it was a car. <laughs> that, it was. It, I lived by on a on a major road, and it was one of those stupid trucks that do oh, that. Okay. 
whatever Jake break or whatever it's called. No, I appreciate being a part of it, <laughs> and I like having a outlet to be creative and try and do creative things. Um, and as soon as we bounce off here, I'm going to tell you the other thing that I've set up for us and just forgot to tell you about. So. Oh, nice. Uh, all right. Well, on that note, we're, I'm going to leave because I want to hear what this is, and we'll tell you all later, and keep it dirty. Because somebody has to. Bruno's lonely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know what clip I'm cutting out of that. (laughs) Um.